0: podcast. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to do a podcast. Are we doing it? I guess. Okay. Let's do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, this uh, is Haley. That's Alexis. Yep. And this is Hysterical History. The most hilarious hysterical <laughs> of histories you'll ever hear yeah. and become hysterical about. It's as funny <laughs> as a roaming uterus. Which, honestly, is there anything funnier? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of a funnier malady? Then uh, your uterus is just moving around. It's escaped its confines. Mine's mad. Mm-hmm. It's out of control. It's period time, it's... so it's just <laughs> rage against the machine. Full stop. Period. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we talk about funny history stuff. And, because I've had a usually <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Well, we're, yeah. What we think is funny. We think it's funny. Uh, but I've had a headache for the last couple of days, so I switched what I was gonna do, and instead I'm doing historical headache cures. Oh! Medicine. Hysterical headaches. Is an ever changing field. It's an amoeba. Mm hmm. Just like an amoeba, some <laughs> treatments are helpful and some are not. And some murder you. <laughs> Even faster! <laughs> than some murder than you. Even faster than when they weren't inside you. Yeah. Just like amoebas. Just like amoebas. But so, sometimes they turn out to be good. Like um, Sure. They sound stupid, but willow bark tea is basically aspirin tea. Right. Uh, people used to put snails on themselves for minor burns and abrasions, mm-hmm. which sounds weird, but snail gel is actually full of like good stuff that's good for your skin. Right. Uh, putting maggots on yourself can be good for cleaning wounds. Mm. Sure. I mean, don't do it without a doctor's say, but no. anyway. Uh, other other treatments, though, uh, haven't been picked back up <laughs> once they've been dropped. For a reason. For a, re- a reason, at least. I want to interrupt you by saying I have this consistent uh, thought... Spiral, Not spiral, but, like, process that I go through um, all the time. A black hole. And no, it's not bad. But it'll be like, I'll think of something, and then I'll be like, why do we do this thing this way? I'm yeah. like, why don't we do it a different way? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not enough to, like, research why we do it that way, you know? I don't uh-huh. care that much. Yeah, no one cares that much. <laughs> but... It almost immediately, my logical brain will be like, I'm sure there's a reason that people smarter than you know. So maybe there's, don't worry about it and pro- think you're going to be smart. There's probably a reason. Right. People get their degrees in what you're thinking about. It's almost always like a weird engineering thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, why is that that way? And it's like, yeah. there are people whose job it is to think about this and it's not you. <laughs> so on the other hand, if you lived a uh, couple millennia ago, there were professionals who this is what they got their degree in? Telling right. people to do these things, and you would have been like, "Is it? Is this really the best way? Why do we do it this way?" It's oh true. well, it's true. <laughs> oh well, I'm sure it's fine. But this is this I'm saying is the times when you shouldn't think that. I guess this is best. It's like no, uh, this, is, this sounds right. We've this made a lot strong. of strides. <laughs> uh, we've we've uh, developed something called the scientific theory and method and method. To actually things. learn things about uh, things. Besides just anecdotal evidence. Yep. So Which Ooh. is almost garbage. Uh, it's basically garbage, which you're going to find out here. Some of these you're like, there's no way, there's absolutely no way that you tested this. Right. I refuse to believe that you tested this. All I can think of right now is Bezor stones, and I'm like... Mm-hmm. Right. And then everyone's like, let's <laughs> test it And it failed miserably Some of these I would pay money for To watch the testing to watch someone test. testing process I know, or... like, okay, just line them up And let's go, let's have a blind test Oh no So uh, the treatments are extremely varied And I want to note just off the bat That these are usually like extreme resorts Oh, we should Yeah well, I was going to say we should also say, I guess Or I should say uh-huh. I don't get headaches Oh, yeah I've never had a headache <laughs> In my life, I'm uh, 25. Um, so, it's not, I mean, <laughs> see, I told you that's what right. people always say to me. It is possible. I've never had one, and you've so you've never even had like a like a muscle induced headache. I don't know what that means. It means like uh, like you get a muscle in your neck that it, like you twitched wrong because you slept on it bad, so then you get like muscle pains around your head. No, like, the muscle will hurt, like, Mm -hmm. you know, because I pulled it or whatever, but, like, it won't go in my head. Or, like, even on the computer too long, and then your eyes start hurting, and that gives you a headache. No. That doesn't happen to me. Do your eyes ever hurt? (laughs) Um, I was telling Kate this the other day, that, like, sometimes I get pressure on my eyes, but it's only when I'm really tired. And Mm -hmm. it's just my brain trying to be, or my body trying to be, like, shut your eyes and go to bed. That's really weird. Yeah. So... These are only like gonna sort of make sense to me, maybe, in life that they might be useful. But yeah, I don't get headaches. Haley's had headaches for days, and I don't—I've never had one <laughs> in my life. It's really so weird. She's really mad at me. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, but these are mostly extreme things people do. Like the first uh, round of treatment is just like put something cold on your forehead. Uh, but you did, which I did. I put a bag of broccoli on my head, <laughs> and then it got gross. And then I got it melted. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, but I basically slept with that. That was my my teddy bear for all day yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, but the, yeah, these are the extreme ones. Once the bag of broccoli does not work, <laughs> people go on to this. Okay. Uh, and step two. <laughs> step two is this. Uh oh. Well, step two is usually drugs. Yeah. And these are non-drug remedies. Okay. Through, the, through the ages. Uh, and Fine. there are a lot of them oh, almost sure. no list of historic cures contain the same methods because headaches and migraines are one of humanity's oldest maladies, mm-hmm. uh, going back to texts I guess you would say from like ancient Babylonians and Egyptians and some of the treatments are from like caveman days like right. skulls we find in caves that mm. have healed over so we know that they lived sure at least a little bit <laughs> for a bit So it's safe to say that humans have had headaches longer than they've had the words to describe it. Except for Alexis. I don't get them. (laughs) I'm not human, clearly. (laughs) You're not one of us. But I wanted to start off with uh, one of the sources I used was the publication Brain. Brain. Issue 8 from August 2010. Amazing. Which had... uh, They made a table of migraine treatments, and they organized by time. Cool. So they had 19th and 20th century, and then pre-19th century. Sure. Which they called the traditional period. Mm. Uh, And then those they broke down by type. Okay. Which I love taxonomies and organizing things, so Mm -hmm. this was very interesting to me. But it was very funny because the breakdown in the traditional period are bloodletting, withdrawing other bodily fluids. Gross. Uh, something called more invasive procedures. It's so vague. <laughs> and then a fourth one called various. so very. It's so very. <laughs> it's so very. Uh, uh, with- I just watched Heather's. <laughs> That's what just happened. <laughs> so we're in an yeah. 80s mood. Yeah. Uh, but like, I was told and by my instructors to never... intentionally create an organizational system that has a miscellaneous category. Because it's basically, it's like blood in the water. It's like throwing up your hands and saying, oh, well, you can't. There's some things that just won't be categorized. You just Mm -hmm. can't do it. But this is kind of perfect. Kind of. Because I'll read you the first four subcategories under various. Okay. Injection of oil in the ear. Ew. Magnets. Oh. Warm baths. Okay. Minding dead mole on the head. No. (laughs) <laughs> Those are in no way related to each other at all. It sounds like they just started naming nouns in an order. Yeah, it's like let's just just flip through Risting the dictionary. In that one magnet bath dead mole on head infection. I know what is dead head mole. What? So, <laughs> I would love to tell you more about the dead mole, mm. uh, which is uh, from Ali Ibn Isa Al Kahal, the okay. occultist who. It's actually, like, way ahead of his time. This is in the 10th century. Right. Like, first physician to discover the symptoms that suffers of Voight-Koyanagi-Harada syndrome, which is an eye disease. Mm. So he's way ahead of his time. Yeah, he's cool, dude. He's a smart guy. Gotcha. Uh, But he didn't always hit the mark. Yeah. His his treatment uh, with a straight face for migraines was to lash a dead mole to the head. Like uh, the animal. Yes, okay. Yes, I also had that question like, is it like. Because <laughs> so uh, I immediately think of like moles, like I have a mole. face mole that grows hair. Mole. But you can't even really see it. You can mm-hmm. only see the hairs coming out of it it's super gross. <laughs> uh, so that was. That's really all the information. It's self- he just puts a dead mole on your head. And that'll do it. Uh, because it smells so bad that you forget about your headache? It doesn't say. It's self I'm, I'm coming up with a <laughs> I'm coming self, up with a reason. It's self explanatory. Maybe you're so embarrassed you're like anything to get rid of this dead mole. On maybe the head. it's like the juices from the mole seep into your head. <laughs> maybe it fixes it. It it's the dead mole juice. You know, we did <laughs> some things today that sound stupid, you know, like like um poop transplants. Yeah. yeah that sounds insane and gross, Right. but like it's very effective. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe it's like that. Maybe he thought that the juices would seep into your brain and make your headache go away. Right. Moles don't have headaches. Yeah. So if you put a dead mole on your head, its magic will go into you. Right. So. But it has to be dead (laughs) because otherwise it can't seep. Yeah. I don't really have an order on these. I'm just kind of going from one to the next. But the next one is uh, basically cauterizing the head. Oh, Burn the head. If If the mole doesn't work, burn the head. How? Uh, so this is from Artaeus, of uh, an ancient famed Greek physician. Sounds quite old and Greek, Pretty yes. Pretty old and Greek. Which are always the best methods. That's <laughs> why we kept them for like centuries. A, like a, right, like a lot of Greek masters of their craft, he lays the groundwork for like the past 20 centuries. <sighs> and they use his therapies for headache, uh, like for for ages. Oh, yeah. For always. I'm sure. Because in the Middle Ages and on they're like, the Greeks knew everything, so why should we try to change it? Right. If you haven't uh, listened to my episode about Ambrose Paré, you should do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right after this because basically that's like his whole purpose in life was to be like wait a minute some mm-hmm. of these things don't make sense right why <laughs> are we why are we doing this just because people a thousand years ago or more said mm-hmm. this was a good plan yeah that was one of the uh, things in the way of like Copernicus yeah. and the new age of astrolog astronomy just like what if the, the Greeks didn't know everything people were like shut up right and X ex- like Double signed the Greeks and the Church. So and, shut up. And luckily, because like Ambrose could prove mm-hmm. his methods and things, and because they're about like life saving, <laughs> Copernicus could prove no, his no, no. stuff. But because they're about life saving things, <laughs> sure. like people care, mm-hmm. and it's not against anything in the Church. Right? People are like, oh yeah, cool. Sure. But because cool. it's like space, people are like, shut up, weirdo. It's like space. We don't know stuff about space. That's God's place. But it helped fix the calendar. The calendar was all messed up. No, I'm not saying it's bad. We, we can talk about that. I'm saying Copernic, Copernicus is amazing. And I want to. No, no, I mean it's good. But there, I'm just saying there's a reason that Ambrose wasn't crapped on real yeah. hard. Like people liked him yeah. and he succeeded really well. But it's because he just happened to be in a field that was uh, more immediate, willing. Yeah, more willing to accept maybe that the Greeks were wrong if you could actually show them like people are living better. Yeah. <laughs> So let me talk about, uh, so even Eretaeus notes that, uh, burning the head can be hazardous. Sure. He, uh, so he says, shave off the hair, which on its own is, like, a good thing to do. It's good for the head. Right. Burn, uh, superficially down to the muscles. If you wish to cauterize down to the bone, carry it out on a site where there are no muscles. For if you burn muscles, you would provoke cramps. So, like, your skull... Yeah, because it's a headache. That's yeah. But yeah. I mean, if you're gonna burn where there's no muscles, I'm like, like nothing, like neck. Yeah, not on your neck or thing, but like here. up on your, like the top of your skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, some physicians incise down to the bone on the forehead along the border of the hair. They abrade or chisel the bone down to the diplo and let flesh grow over the place. How bad does your head have to hurt? A lot. That you allow people to do this to. It hurts a lot, Alexis. It hurts a lot. I believe you, but like <laughs> that bad? <laughs> oh, um, that's going to give you a different kind of headache. That's the problem. I mean, that might be the thing. It's like people say like, oh, does your head hurt? Just like stub your toe and it won't hurt right. too much. But I've had a couple migraines, and it's just like you mm-hmm. just want to pass out. It's so bad, that's terrible. My uncle always used—I'd say like my arm hurts—and he'd be like, "You want me to punch your other arm, even <laughs> it out, <laughs> so you're not walking on a, on a weird circle limb." Well, I think the idea was my one arm won't hurt if they both hurt equally. Then it's like just normal. Uh, sure, <laughs> you've you've reached stasis. <laughs> yeah, and that's what your body really wants, right? Mm-hmm. Homeostasis of yeah. pain Perfect and, and salt levels My favorite uh, So moving on from moles and burning of the head mm-hmm. There is a bleeding And the withdrawal of bodily fluids I mean that's classic It's pretty classic It's all based it fixes on everything. humoral medicine mm-hmm. Which is the balance of the four humors Which we've talked yes. about before I think in, in Ambrose. Uh, Ambrose Yep, Which is blood, phlegm, yellow and black bile <laughs> Yellow and black Yellow <laughs> and black White, off-white, pale-yellow, and brown. <laughs> and, and a taupe. And grayish. It's, a stu- it's the stupidest joke that I've never gotten over. Anyway. Uh, which were believed to basically just govern everything in your body. Including your personality. Yes. Because they were the Hogwarts houses. Yeah, whichever you have the most of, that's who you are. If you have too much Gryffindor inside you, you gotta get that out. Get it out. And you do that by, uh, with respect to headaches... Uh, Again, from Artaeus. Bloodletting was a regular treatment. Of course. For diseases including headache. Mm -hmm. You could take it from the veins in the arm uh, and artery in the forehead. Weird. Treatments became more invasive the more the other ones were ineffective. Right. So you could also try bleeding patients from the nose. Ew. Yeah, which I'll tell you about now. Okay. Uh, So you take the shaft of a thick goose feather... Scrape off a bit from the outer layer and make notches in the fibers, so it's like teeth on a saw. yeah. And then you push the shaft inside the nose, uh, move it with both hands in order to create scratches, and that way blood will be discharged in a short time, as many small veins are there, and the site is soft and easy to injure. So then you just get blood all all over the place. And that will help your headache. No. (laughs) And they don't even have cocaine to help you with, like, localized anesthesia. No. Gosh dang it. This was advised uh, all the way up to uh, Emperor Julian the Apostate. Like, his personal suvici- physicians. Savitions. Savitions. As <laughs> We're his like, you should view. do this, sir. This is important. Sure. Uh, for migrants, the Dutch Hippocrates, Forestus, the 1520s to 90s, hmm. uh, advised leeches, which are... Always pop, always popular, Classic. always popular. Leeches, mm-hmm. uh, which are sometimes applied to the temple, uh, and sometimes for violent headaches and artery at the forehead site. Again, uh, if things are really bad, they'll just open up a jugular vein. Then you'll just die. Then you'll just die. See, that's a, that's one of the symptoms. Uh, bad <laughs> symptoms, <laughs> which is weird because this uh, bloodletting endured up to through like the 19th century. Right. People were still doing this. I mean, you could still, according to Taboo, which I used to watch on TV, you can still get it done in the United States some places uh, mm-hmm. if you just go the right place. Right. And they're doctors, yeah. which is madness. Yeah, leeching it's and very gross. controlled bloodletting uh, apparently are still used as treatments for certain rare illnesses. Right. But you would not go to your barber and be like, can I get a leech treatment? No. My head's a little uh, touchy today. But you also don't have barber surgeons anymore. That's true. My favorite boys. <laughs> Uh, so they used to try cupping, which we have seen. I feel like that's been more of a, an upsurge in popularity. Yeah, Like definitely. in the in the Olympics, all the swimmers were doing With it. The, yeah, the, the bowl, the hot bowls on your mm-hmm. on your back, and they create the big bulbs yeah, yeah, little, and bruising that makes you look like you got the crap being out of you. But that was supposed to also balance the humors. Sure. Uh, which I'm like, that's great. Uh, let me see. All the pseudoscience. <laughs> The, there was some... An uh, Amsterdam physician, Nicolaus Tulp? Laus. <laughs> <Lous>. Nicolaus <laughs> Tulp? Okay. Tulp? Tulp? Tulp. <laughs> okay. What about him? <laughs> From to 1670s, uh, who... His work in headaches, and I think maybe cupping, was depicted in Rembrandt's anatomical lesson. Ooh, cool. So that's... Headaches are just... All over the place for normal humans. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm a weirdo. Uh, so, if let's say bleeding leeches, cauterization, and the mole don't work, yeah, you could try running a warm, sweet bath. Oh, huh. that sounds nice. Yeah, I like baths. Moses, my mom needs. Um, mom needs. Mamanides. Okay. I was a 12th century physician, and astronomer, born in Cordoba. Because headaches. Our as time immemorial for normal humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't involve any of that weird stuff. You just put yourself in a bath with warm, sweetened water. Honey was best to sweeten. And it'd act as a kind of uh, vapor extraction that would help your headache. Hmm. Interesting. Which, uh, as far as, you know, so far, that's probably the best advice we've heard so far. Yeah. Like, you know, just take a steam bath. A nice warm relax. bath can cure a lot of stuff. Yeah. I take them regularly for my, like, back muscle pain because of my humongous boobs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So, swerving again, uh, trepanning for headaches. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's when, uh, it's an age-old practice, Alexis. Mm. Really, everyone does it. Oh, of course. This is uh, one of the oldest ones we have evidence for because it's in the bone. Okay. Uh... But, oh gosh, where do you even start? This is when you put a hole into your skull bone. Oh, okay. Yeah, to alleviate the pressure. Gotcha, yeah. Okay, I know what that is. I just didn't (laughs) remember the word, I guess. Trepanation. Gotcha, yes. Uh, And the treatment never really... I was waiting for it, because of course for your headaches. (laughs) It's because of the pressure in your brain. Yep. And uh, it kind of comes and goes... In history and mm-hmm. falls in and out of fashion, right? But uh, apparently, people still sometimes do it. I'm like, what are you doing? When I, you have <laughs> when you have what, like encephalitis or something? No, just I. Well, I don't know because I did. I just am impressed that people out there are carrying on with such gusto, the idea of, like, natural selection. Yeah. I'm like, insanity. Good for you. you." Like, just just offering (laughs) to get rid of some people. (laughs) Just offering yourself, being like, you know what, I'm up next. Me. It should be me. I want to win that Darwin Award. Take me. Uh, Another tactic. You could uh, wear a magic goat hair headband. Magic. Magic. A witch has to do this for you? Yes, this is an ancient Sumerian remedy ah. from around 7,000 years ago. I thought you were going to say from Sumeria. <laughs> from Sumeria. <laughs> uh, from ancient Sumeria. Oh. In the ancient times of Sumeria, you would take the hair of a virgin kid, baby goat. Sure. And let How a, do you know it's a virgin? Um, You're watching them all the time? Keep them separated? Don't abuse your kids. (laughs) Just want to know. They should be virgins. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Uh, But let a skilled woman spin it on the right side, then double it on the left, tie it in twice seven knots, bless it with the incantation of Eridu, and with it, bind the head. Cast water over the sick man, so that the headache may ascend to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Why does God want your headache? (laughs) What? I don't know. It's weird. It just, it's, why Why doesn't anyone? Nobody wants them. That's the whole point of this, isn't it? And there's <laughs> remedies because people want to get rid of no, them. No, everyone wants to go in heaven. Just like, yeah, but okay. I don't think that God, God wants headaches. Go headaches. Okay. Also, you, your God is not in Sumeria. <laughs> That's true. Um, Maybe their God loves headaches. This is this is my favorite, actually. This is oh, my okay. favorite. Uh, one of the more ancient remedies. Mm-hmm is found in the Everest Papyrus medical text, dating from 1500 B.C., mm-hmm. though we don't have an exact date. Sure. It's a compilation of uh, some 700 medical remedies, and one of them is an idea for a migraine cure, uh, which I want. I should have tried, actually. Mm. But it prescribes uh, a, putting a small clay crocodile on the head. <sighs> With with a grain in its mouth and little glass eyeballs. That sounds so adorable, (laughs) but I don't understand how it would do anything. Does it help if I told you it has to be tied to the patient's skull with strips of linen and inscribed with the names of divinities? I mean, that's better. Because then at least, like, maybe the divinities (laughs) are what's helping you. Because otherwise it's just like, put a cute animal on your head and then you can't be sad. (laughs) The crocodile is the divinity. We know that. Okay. We know. Yeah. All hail Sobek. All hail Sobek. (laughs) This one's a little wild. Uh, So to help with migraines, you should keep an eye out for canary-filled tumors. Did you know that? What? I didn't know that. Hold on. Canary. Birds. Bird. Tumors. Bird tumors. Filled with birds. In the head. You're... (laughs) I'm having, like, a... I'm having a Bill Wurst moment of, like... Bird, in the tumor, in your head, in the tumor, bird, inside the tumor, in your head. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. Failed it. What? Uh, Why? uh, Ancient Chinese physician. (laughs) Chinese. Huang To, who lived uh, first to second centuries, but we're not totally sure. Sure. He's very old. Yeah, pretty renowned in the history of medicine. Okay. uh, Possibly the first doctor in China to use uh, anesthesia in patients. Cool. Perfected the art of acupuncture cool so he's got a pretty impressive resume right but uh pertinent to our topic uh uh-huh. his uh knack for curing migraine inducing tumors by finding birds inside of the tumors i keep saying the same nouns in the same order but mm-hmm. i don't know how else to describe it right uh so so at some point he opened up someone's head and there was a tumor and it had birds in it like, yeah. bird was, eggs was, was, in their head. was operating on a patient whose skull tumor was causing severe headache. Uh, and this was after acupuncture and herbal remedies had all failed. He opened up the tumor, and a canary flew out. That's not normal. Prompting an instant cure. <laughs> all better. <laughs> all better. Oh, I see the problem. Oh, you had birds in your brain. <laughs> you had your head. Is that why we call birds? people bird brain? <laughs> yes. It's mm. all the canaries <laughs> in their heads. Morons. What? Oh. I mean, I guess that works if that's why that's your headache. Oh, I see the problem. Congrats. You had a bird in your head. You had I mean, a whole bird inside you. I think even I would have a headache after that. <laughs> Wouldn't you, I feel like you would notice if you had a live bird inside your brain. I don't know. There's lots of times when people... You, like, watch things and, like, they'll... They'll, like, old medical... Or not old, but, like, medical mm-hmm. TV shows or whatever. And they take... They'll take, like, bugs out of their, like, skin and mm-hmm. stuff, or, like, in their stomach, and there's, like, a whole nest of nasty bugs. That's the abdominal cavity. This is, like, your head doesn't have a whole lot of hidden places. I feel like I've seen people take stuff out of people's head that was not supposed to be there. A bird that no, flies like, away? No, like bugs. I guess. Like, that somehow, like, bugs got up their nose and then, like, laid eggs in their head. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, I don't know how you got a bird in there, but... <laughs> You maybe you shouldn't stop. I guess it probably was a baby bird. You know, so it's little. Oh. It, like, so by like, mouth or something. They they uh, swallowed a bird and nose. It, like a little old lady. Yeah. You were trying to get the flies out. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Okay. I try to come up with any logical
0: reason why that would happen. <laughs> I mean it could just be fake. Yeah. Like I'm I'll assuming look, we don't have real strong accurate not, accounts. Let's not throw water on the fun fire. Okay. So it turns out well, there's a record that this guy's uh, Migraine curing days are were were kind of his doom. Gotcha. He he recommended drilling a hole in the skull of a uh, emperor. Mm, that's who, not good. Who was like, "Are you trying to kill me?" And the guy's like, "You got me there." I'm are gonna, you serious? <laughs> I don't know if that's what oh, he said. Oh gosh! But it was a pretty reasonable. Um, it was a pretty reasonable <laughs> guess, and he had it executed. <laughs> I wish the listeners could see the <laughs> face I just made while I was drinking Sprite. When <laughs> Haley said that, I was like, "What? What?" It's just like, "You're right. I was trying to kill you." <laughs> oh, got me. Oh, got me there. Who would ever say that? I mean, <laughs> you under got tort- me there. Under the emperor's torture, you would say anything. My favorite meme. So you can take birds out, but maybe you can put something in. No, like garlic. Okay, I thought <laughs> you were going to say something alive. So I was, no. Like a raccoon? No. No <laughs> raccoons. Like a small rabbit? No. Um, garlic, though. So for this procedure, you want a qualified surgeon. <laughs> yeah. For the other ones, you can have unqualified ones. <laughs> this one, you really need a qualified you, surgeon. You could have your bestie perform the canary surgery on you, but you need someone yeah. really good for this one. I, I mean, if you only have a psychiatrist on hand, <laughs> it's fine with the birds, but this one, yeah, actual surgeon. If you have an extreme headache, you put hot pokers on the head, and, uh, well, the hot pokers are the, the mild re- remedy, Okay, but after that, then you can uh, make a little incision and stuff some garlic up there. Where? The head. Just anywhere? Uh, I mean, it probably depends on where the headache's localized, but... I'm not sure if it matters. Why do you need a surgeon to do that? Because you're cutting open your skin and putting in stuff, Alexis. doesn't seem like I need a surgeon for that. I don't think you want to do it on your own. That's not like an at-home <laughs> fun party time. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that sounds like a home <laughs> remedy. <laughs> I mean, it to is. To me. Maybe that's, maybe it's uh them trying to pull a fast one. You're like, uh, just so you know, you really need one of us you to do ha- it. You have to have me do it. It's going to cost $500. It's super invasive Dangerous. and expensive. Right, like, obviously don't do that, but of all of the things that we've talked about so far, it's like, that one seems the most doable for me, just like, on the fly, you know? I uh-huh. have garlic. I got knives. I can do it. Yeah just you need a hot poker. Yeah, and some garlic. I mean, I can just skip the hot poker. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to do that part. Yeah. I'll just go straight to step 2. Yeah. Garlic. Garlic. Just garlic. It's weird how many things garlic is supposed to cure. Yeah. It's a miracle bulb. It's weird like all the things that become cure-alls are always weird to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, why this thing? It cures vampires and yeah. headaches. I mean, that's all the things I could possibly want cured. That's a pretty wide spectrum that's of things, pretty things pretty that much it cures. Everything. I can't think of anything else that aren't those things. No. Uh, so, the, the mole has failed. The canary is still in there. <laughs> the garlic hasn't pushed it out. No. Uh, so... When it comes to... Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? You're going to call ground-up house leaks and earthworms. Okay. Uh, which, we're getting to the point where it's like, nothing can faze me. hmm Yeah. Nothing is, I've I've reached that point. That's why I'm like, okay. Okay. Why not? I mean, if it's not, you know, burning your head or bashing in your skull, I'm like, <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, this is from 17th century or like, England. Or as long as it's not corpse medicine. Mm. Uh, the Rutledge history of diseases suggests that we look... At the "quote unquote" recipes of Jane Jackson, who published a very short and compendious method of physic and surgery. What does conv- "compendious" mean? Um, like collective? like a compendium. Mm. I think I just made up a word to describe that. <laughs> I word. think so too. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound like a word either. Uh, but yes. you know, like the compendiousosity, <laughs> Alexis. Jeez. You, you know. use the word to define the word. That's, that's You're not allowed to do that. Uh, but anyway, so you take a house leek, which is kind of like a succulent. Okay. And garden worm. That's great, because succulents are really popular right now. They are. They're like, an indie kid could do this. Yeah. And you need garden worms, but you need more leek than worm. The okay. ratio is a little important. You uh, squish them together into a... Powder or paste, squish, squash. I was taking put it out it Put it on cloth and put it on the forehead, and you're done. Oh, huh. I mean that one's nice. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's pretty, pretty. That's yeah, very nice. doable. It's very doable. Is the thing <laughs> you don't it's need a doctor for that <laughs> either. It's very like Etsy friendly. Yeah, you could find this recipe on Tumblr. <laughs> You can find people doing it on Tumblr. They just got it on their forehead. <laughs> mm, got my worm and leak. Ah, uh, my succulent yeah, it, babies. It's almost like a uh, like a a spa mask, you know? Basically. It's like an at-home mask. It's organic. Yeah. Lots of nutrients. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but speaking of um, grinding up organic matter. No. Speaking of that. No that, corpse medicine. <laughs> I just said. <laughs> I just said. No it was next on my list no <laughs> how dare you <laughs> my favorite pet topic it's corpse. like i could feel it yeah it's, i just knew in my soul <laughs> you know what she's gearing up for it's like the the, I, t-tick, 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 I the roller coaster even, going up. i didn't even include it in my first go around mm-hmm. i was like oh just head things and the burning and i was like no oh, but then there's corpse medicine mm-hmm. Ooh, she wouldn't do that to me would she <laughs> Yeah, she would. How dare you. Speaking of human skulls and organic matter and Gross. That, are you suffering from persistent headaches, muscle cramps, stomach, diarrhea, upset stomach, leprosy, tiredness, seizures? Yay, pepto <laughs> <laughs> Made of people. Yeah. So once upon a time, your local physician may have prescribed an elixir containing human bits. Yep. And that was a common practice for... I mean, I could say thousands and thousands of years, but we don't have proof that medicine is what people were eating other people for back in the back back day. Could have just been for food. Uh, yeah, it was probably just for food. Uh, but people have been eating other people, at least in Europe and the Mediterranean, for ages. Yes. From cavemen to Romans, peaking in the 16th, 17th century, uh, many... Europeans, including royalty and priests and scientists and your average Jim and Jane Jack Johnsons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Routinely ingested people, including yeah. bones, blood, and fat. Because why not? I mean, it's you can take it fresh from the arm or the <sighs> neck. You can let it sit out for a while and make blood jam. You can take the fat and rub it into the skin to help the joints. <sighs> You can uh, mix it with alcohol for a tincture called the King's Drops, which will help with literally anything. Or you can go the full nine Monty's. (laughs) Couldn't pick one. Nope. Had to do both. All of them. Uh, And get some of that authentic mummy from Egypt. All I can think of is from Impractical Jokers when... Sal is trying to sell grandma oil. (laughs) This is real grandma oil. This is real grandma oil. It gets harder the older they get because they don't want to do it. (laughs) Like, do what? You know. No, I don't. I don't want to. So uh, it got to the point where mummies were being stolen from Egypt (sighs) for medical capitalism, essentially. And if they they couldn't find mummies, they would forge mummies. Right. Yeah. Uh, There's like a piece of something that they thought was... Well, they were claiming was Joan of Arc, but it was actually just a dead cat. It's never Joan of Arc. No. Uh, <laughs> don't lie. They would steal skulls from Irish burial sites because the bones of red-headed men who died violently were especially potent. What's the, what's the thing with redheads? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, Alexis. What is it? <laughs> For those of you who don't know... <laughs> uh, I dye my hair red, so I don't actually have red hair. (laughs) They would still murder you for your head. That's true. They'd be like, she's a redhead, murder her for her head. I need it for my headache. Anyway, your local executioner, who had dibs on all the new dead bodies, Mm -hmm. could be as good as your local butcher. so gross. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, it kind of runs on a like-cures-like system. So if you have a headache, you probably want to eat something skull-based. Yeah, because you know it'll help your headache with you and a live person is mm-hmm. eating someone who died. Yes. I mean most the, of the same part of them that's hurting you. Most of the things you eat are dead things. But you know what you combat with life? <laughs> human death. Any death? Eat really? It. But especially human death. it doesn't make sense. It's really great. It's the worst thing you could possibly do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of, uh... You know a- how you have that natural reaction to get away from dead bodies because they smell so bad? It's your whole, everything inside of you telling you to run away for your own safety, for whatever killed that, but also because it will kill you if you eat it. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you let it, like, start rotten, then it's all nasty. You gotta get it fresh. No. Or, like, dry. It doesn't make it better. <laughs> It doesn't. It's the same. Anyway. So, (laughs) these uh, cannibalistic medicines were all thought to have magical properties, just like most uh, medicine that doesn't work. Like crystals. Like crystals. Or leeches. Charcoal's been a thing recently. Charcoal. I mean, charcoal has some cleaning ability. Yeah. It doesn't do what you think it does, probably. Yeah. Uh, But... Anyway, I just want to point out that this still happens. It's not like we're so smart now and all of the dumb right. has gone we still away do it. We still do lots of things or like and and I will find myself believing lots of things that are like that's dumb mm-hmm. like why would that be that's It's like true. all of a sudden we discovered this thing or we discovered this new property for this old thing, <laughs> and it's like no, no, no uh okay, so you don't want to. Make your nose bleed with a feather. No, you don't want to eat human bits. No, but maybe you should put a vulture brain up your nose. No, no brains up your face. <laughs> so this is actually kind of funny. There's and a, a very incredible and e- extremely odd mm-hmm. text dating from around 800 A.D. Okay, uh, or from from R- where? RCE. Um, Europe, somewhere. Europe. Europe. I don't have the exact place. Okay. Uh, but it styles itself as the letter of the vulture. It's meant to be from the king of Rome, and it pops up uh, just out of nowhere at the end of a otherwise legitimate medical text by the Roman author Dioscorides. How strange. Um, there's uh, One historian thinks that it wasn't in the original text, that a monk translating it, uh, Added it? I just had a blank page, and he just, like, well, the paper's expensive, so I'll just fill it up with something. What? And That's what we're crazy. especially unclear about is why he filled it up with 17 home remedies related to vultures. So weird. We don't even know if this is something that anyone did. Like, as far as we know, this is him, like, making fun of people and home remedies. Okay. But vulture brains and skulls were very useful, it says, when it comes to severe migraines, provided Mm -hmm. that you decapitate the vulture uh, in the proper way and with the proper incantation. I see. He's also making fun of witches. Um, Hopefully. See, I mean, like, it's pretty believable, though. Especially when you're a clergyman and you have nothing to do. <laughs> right. It's like, I. There's this blank page. You can't I, have sex and you just have to sit in a freaking thing in the middle of nowhere and okay. copy books till you get carpal tunnel in your hand. And uh-huh. It's like, well. Might well, as well have some fun. Maybe. Or maybe it's like my mom told me that vulture is really good for your appendix if you put the brain up your nose. I mean, it sounds like a joke, though. It sounds like he's trying to be (laughs) mean to people (laughs) who, like, are doing these other stupid things. He's like, how about you put a vulture brain up your nose, you morons? I kind of hope so. That would make me very happy if he's just, like, sour and salty about it. Yeah. Just a salty monk. He's like, maybe you should just pray to God. Idiots. (laughs) Idiots. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you should have gone to God. Instead, no, you're using uh, what's all this Roman junk? Nonsense. Gross. God solves all problems. With vultures, God also helps those who help themselves by putting their hands on electric eels. Ooh. <laughs> My. <laughs> It's random alexa just showed me her phone my grandmother uh, commented on one of our podcasts gory but informative <laughs> <laughs> that's cute very adorable sorry uh, I didn't know she was listening to those. I didn't either. And she listened to my one about slaves being broken into crab people. <laughs> Terrible. Right. And if she wants to hear us talking about her, she's going to have to listen to this one, too. Hey. Oh, no. And then she's going to comment on it and be like, oh, it's about me. <laughs> Gory, but informative. <laughs> also me. <laughs> I'm in here. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's nice. Did Thanks I men- for listening, Hayley's grandma. Did I mention electricity? No. So you must muscle pile. Yeah, kind of. In the middle of the 18th century, scientists became aware of electricity and the electric nature of certain fishes, fishies, including eels. Uh, But like, people had already known about fish with no eye. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I mean, they already knew about it since like the first century. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> the very first century. The very first one. <laughs> uh including uh it for gout and headaches. I'm talking about like canoodling with electric fish until it's zapped. Canoodling. Ooh <laughs> uh, spicy. The electric gill that was found in the northern parts of South America gave up a much more powerful shock than the European and African fish, up to 600 volts. They're more spicy. (laughs) They're much more spicy. White people cannot handle. Nope. Cannot handle this Just go home, white people. Yep. The Dutch Society of Sciences published a set of treatises Mm in 1762 contained within uh, a scene reported from South America on the benefits of electric eels and easing brain pain. Uh, when a slave complains, this kind of, of makes sense. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh, which is, uh, you know, people use electricity a lot more in the 19th and 20th centuries for headaches and and for brain things in general. Yep, electric shock like therapy, etc. And, and because they understand that your brain mm-hmm. is working on electrical impulse, like your, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Impulses. Yeah, so it makes perfect sense that uh, yeah. when a slave complains of a bad headache, you would have them put one of their hands on their head and the other on the fish, and they will be helped immediately without exception perfect without exception elective. it's it's there are no exceptions it works every time it works every time magical every time every time occurs. the slave's like oh that worked i feel much better now <laughs> uh that worked uh, thank don't, you so much don't do it again please uh, i really uh, i wouldn't want you to waste it it really super worked we do not have to do it every again. single time it works please don't do it again yeah oh i bet that probably cured my headaches forever to be honest yeah uh so in the 19th, 20th centuries, they used electricity. Mm-hmm. They used psychotherapy. Uh new new ones these are uh instead of the, the the old ones I suppose. What what do you mean specifically by psychotherapy? Uh your head probably hurts cuz your, I don't know dad touched you when you were okay, two so or something. Okay. So yeah, we're we're finding some therapeutic reason why mm-hmm. you have headaches. Sure. Okay. Uh, but the fun one is radiotherapy. Of course, that's the other thing, guys. Every time we discover a new technology, we're yeah. like, maybe medically this will be helpful <laughs> to you. Maybe we should put it. Or in everything. maybe it will destroy all of us. Right. Like, the current example would be violent video games are mm-hmm. destroying everybody. Right. Which is hilarious because I did a paper about comic books, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, a 25-page paper. Very long. Um, but, specifically, they had the comic code of authority, and they were, right. like, the whole point mm-hmm. of that was comic books are destroying children and making them evil. Yeah. So it's always that way. Mm-hmm. You know, or, like, it used to be rock and roll. Yeah. Now it's video games. Whatever the old people don't understand, yeah, it either is the cure or it's the problem. Yeah, uh, the invention of writing was yeah, uh, right. Like, like rock and read roll too much because they're like, no one's going to be able to remember anything. Writing is the devil, and if you read too much, <laughs> bad things are going to happen. It's going to be so bad for civilization going to break down because we can't just remember stuff. Yeah, anymore. Right? Like, How dare you? You could just look it up. What? How dare you? You have to know everything. How dare you? People are gonna be so dumb. How dare you? Okay. <laughs> How dare? You? What What else we got? Is that it? How dare you? <sighs> uh, there's what, what happens with radio? I mean, you turn on the radio and it cures your headache. Turn the beat around. Like, you turn that song on. Yeah. It fixes your head. It's like, it's not helping, doctor. Yes, it is. <laughs> Left to hear percussion. Uh, it helps. Shut up. <laughs> it helps. Don't you feel better? Turn no. it upside down. You know how people used to put radium in, like, everything? Sure. Including, Why not? Including like, water. Yeah. Sodas. It um, helps. And, um, <laughs> it helps give you cancer. Blankets. And, yeah. Shoes. Everything. Most very Curious idea, all of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading somewhere there was a guy who started selling, like... Uh, cure-all medicine I think and his mm-hmm. last name was Curie and he wasn't related to the Curies at all. But he just capitalized it on it. I'm yeah. like Good for you. Smart. <laughs> In a little way. Like I really right. I approve of your your, it's uh, very your hustle. You're diving, <laughs> <Conviving, laughs> but uh I'm into it. You are bombarding everyone with like X rays and radio. He's he's just like, like that Disney. guy outside of Disney who has a ladder. Yeah. I mean I admire the hustle. Yeah. You are murdering people, but you don't know that. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and I, it, it uh, helped their headaches, I'm sure. Uh huh. I mean, it's just like, you know how we used to have cocaine and cough syrup? It's like, yeah, yeah I mean, it does work. Remember how would, uh, other bad things happen? <laughs> Remember how we used to have strychnine in as espresso shots? Yeah, but also it could kill you, and it's yeah. bad. And there's other, there's better ways to do that. Yeah, and we figured them out. Also, if you had as much uh, nicotine as you did uh, rat poison, you would die too. Yeah, it's just as toxic. Right, it's just the right thing and the right amount, and then mm-hmm. you're good. Yeah. Difference between poisoning and healing is dosage. Mm-hmm. That's why pharmacists have to go through so much school. Right. Like like x-rays are good but we also have things to prevent those from killing you mm-hmm. and cooking you inside. <laughs> You're not supposed to bathe in it. Yeah. Crazy. And that's why you wear shields <laughs> to not hurt you. I like those shields it makes me feel safe when they lay it on me and it's like heavy (laughs) it makes me feel safe (laughs) i know it's like (laughs) you should get one of those you know they have those blankets now that are like weighted you should get one of those oh i should have you not seen those no yeah i guess um i think they were used medically for like kids who have autism sure um because it like helps them feel more comfortable with like touch or something Mm -hmm. i'm not really sure um but now they just sell them so you can just buy a blanket that's like kind of heavy they're they're probably super expensive I don't think so. I saw an ad for it on, like, Facebook, so it's oh. probably, like, 20 or $30. Yeah, I want blanket. a blanket that's hugging me. Okay. <laughs> well, get ready for Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is coming up. And you can have a weighted blanket. <laughs> get ready for Christmas. And the weighted blanket. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I'm sure there's infomercials about it and stuff. I <laughs> like, really stupid and I aggressive. actually thought about um, getting one for me mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, I might like that, but then I also felt like maybe I would feel like I was trapped and doomed. Like, it might do the exact opposite of what it's supposed <laughs> to do for me. I mean, do you do you so. like the like the heavy things they put on you in offices? I mean, it's okay. Do you like um, some tight clothing? I like tight take clothing, yeah. Yeah, like the, the constrictive feeling, mm-hmm. like being contained and held, swaddled. You're basically swaddled. Yeah, but I don't know about sleeping is the thing. Mm-hmm. And I move, so. You're not going to be able to move. You're going to be like, ugh, just strapped to the bed. this blanket <laughs> <laughs> this is turned terrible. I can't. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much all I had. Okay. I didn't want to talk about cannibalism more. Mm. You didn't or did? I did. Oh. I, cause I almost did I my mean, topic. We can <laughs> I almost did my topic on cannibalism this week. I'm like, sure, you know, let's just do headaches. Oh, it's related. People eat people for I, all sorts of I'm reasons. I'm mildly surprised that, I mean, I'm sure this, uh, I mean, this might exist. I'm mildly surprised that none of them were auto cannibalism for a way to help your headache a little bit. Hmm, maybe? Like eating yourself? If you, is what that if means? you for can people. just eat yourself, then physicians wouldn't prescribe it. I guess, I mean, more like. like um, a home remedy? Uh, or like like a shaman or somebody might give to mm-hmm. you you know those I feel like it's the more mystical cultures are usually the ones that do things like that cannibalism or auto cannibalism as as remedies like the french yes exactly very mystical french <laughs> people mystical especially all those french there. shamans who are telling you all about auto cannibalism and especially all they put letters where there don't need to be extra letters <laughs> it's very mystical clearly it's like why are you doing clearly that? they were on some kind of hallucinogenic <laughs> drug trip when auto- they came auto cannibalistic <laughs> drug trip <laughs> Oh, the friend! What if you take drugs that get into your like muscles, and then you eat your muscles? <laughs> <laughs> Round two. I think it's PCP. <laughs> Maybe. I think it's. Just I wonder if PCP little... helps with your headaches. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, doctor Maybe. listeners, call in. I assume you're gonna have so many other things on your mind that you're not gonna be thinking it's about a, your headache. It's a what is that called? A bad time. No, it's, um, like, like, ketamine, um, it's, they're disassociative anesthetics, aren't they? So, like, <laughs> I googled PCP for headaches, and the first, uh, suggestion is, what kind of doctor should I see for migraines? Hmm. Um, the one that will give you PCP, clearly. No. Um. What kind of headache, uh, specialist should I call to give me hard drugs? Yeah, but it's, it's, um, they're, like, disassociative anesthetics or whatever, mm-hmm. and they, they've talked about, like, we don't use PCP on people, um, it's, like, strictly a street drug, mm-hmm. but it is, like, almost the exact same thing as ketamine, which is pretty commonly used, or at least it was, I don't know if it is anymore, because I know there have been, like, protests and stuff about it, um, for veterinary, mm-hmm. uh, surgery. Horse. Um, nice. yeah, Horse horses or I, I think they do sometimes for dogs and stuff, too, especially if they're, like, bigger dogs. Um... But I know that there have been protests about it because the animals seem to have a really bad time.
1: Oh like, my gosh, I, mean,
0: I would have thought they'd stop using it just because of the break-ins. It's like people uh, coming in to steal this stuff. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I know that there have been lots of like protests by I think like PETA and stuff, where people are really upset because like it's pretty clear that the animals are not enjoying it. One, while it's happening, but two, especially when they come out, that they seem mm-hmm. to be like very scared, very shaken, and have a lot of problems because the idea of it is kind of like your body is asleep a little bit, but like you're still aware mm-hmm. and it just is bad. It's which bad is why time. it makes you crazy. It's a bad time. Um but that probably helps with your headache. Yeah. <laughs> but I <if> your <laughs> headache's gonna be real great. But the it's like so one time Meredith uh she had uh she used to have warts on her hands, mm-hmm. right? And they use liquid nitrogen to like freeze them off of you, mm-hmm. um, which I've had wards before, and they did the same thing. Um, and it helps eventually. It takes a long time, generally. Um, but she like went in for a treatment, and we were talking to my our, our sixth grade English teacher about it, Mr. Krog. And That's uh, such a teacher name. I know, especially your English teacher. And uh, he was amazing, Mr. Krog. But specifically, uh, we, <laughs> we had this time where he he asked. Meredith, if, like... Because she said something about her warts, I think, or, like, she had a bandage on, and he was like, oh, it's with your hand. And -hmm. then she was like, oh, I just, you know, they were freezing my warts off. Um, And then he said... Uh, Oh, right, they did that with nitroglycerin instead of liquid nitrogen, (laughs) which is explosive if people don't know. And then, like, we started cackling because it was so funny, Mm -hmm. uh, because we're nerds and we know exactly what that is, Uh, even though we're in sixth grade. And we're like, yeah, you lose your hand, but the warts are gone. (laughs) 100% effective. (laughs) Right. So, you know, other bad things happen to you, but your headache is gone. So, as a special treat for everyone who's still listening, (laughs) I'm going to give you the recipe for blood jam. Oh, gosh. Given by a Franciscan apothecary in 1679. So gross. So you know it's good. A barf. First step is to take blood. Quote from persons of warm, moist temperament, such uh, as those of blotchy why red complexion, and rather plump of build. No, <laughs> the next <Yeah>. fat people. <laughs> He's the fat people, but like the red, happy blot, the Santa Clauses of the world, well, if you will. Yeah, and what you're going to be rosy. See, and this I feel like this is also against my people. It's like you're going to be more red and rosy when you have the pink, like undertone white complexion. Yep, they just want you to eat Scandinavians. <laughs> Uh, The next step is to let the blood dry into a sticky mass. After that, you're going to want to place it on a flat, smooth table of soft wood. Cut it into little, thin slices. Let the watery part drip away. Uh, If all you can find is blood from the store, that'll do too. It's like that's those cooking gross. shows. It's like you're gonna need extra special super blood, but if you can just get store bought, <laughs> that's fine. Do you ever do the thing where you're missing an ingredient for for something <laughs> and then you Google like what can I substitute <laughs> all the time? <laughs> what can I substitute for eggs in this Every recipe? Day. It's always because eggs. Stop have any eggs. It's always <laughs> eggs. Or milk sometimes. Like, can I just put in like half and half and right. water a little bit? <laughs> I just, just put half and half in it, just put less. No, all I can think of now is Brian Regan. He's like, and we find out, I don't have any eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let the water drip away. When it's no longer dripping, place it on a stove on the same table. Stir in to a batter with a knife. When it's absolutely dry, place it immediately into a very warm bronze mortar. That's important. A bronze mortar. Okay. Pound it. Pound, pound it, it pound it real good, forcing it through a sieve of the finest silk. When it's been sieved, sealed in a glass jar, renew it in the spring of every year. That'll cure pretty much. That it doesn't same. sound like jam. That's just blood goop. Yeah, that's what jam is. Yeah, but they didn't put, did they put like sugar in it? It's not biscuit jam. It's medicinal jam. I don't like it. You're not going to put it on your, your biscuits? What do you do with it? You eat you eat it for health reasons. Yeah, but what are you going to eat it with? A biscuit! <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to shovel it into your mouth? I don't know. Put it on your waffles. It's not important. <laughs> but it still should be sweet. That's going to ruin your waffles. They had different tastes back in the day. Your egos are going to be so gross with your blood jam. <laughs> i get most upset about (laughs) there's no sugar in the jam there's no sugar in it (laughs) disgusting disgusting blood and sugar is that's the gross part don't do that but please make sure you have a healthy blood sugar (laughs) amount you should probably put it in something savory like a like a small pie or something right all i can think about is red and link eating um blood tacos it's terrible. Congealed blood. There must be something, because it's like liver blood, right? I have no idea. Something, because, like, blood from a steak tastes great. I think congealed blood is just blood. and Because, like, theirs seems nasty in a way. Like, I'm sure they don't react that way when they no. eat steak. Probably but not. And all the flavor from steak is, like, the fat and the blood. Yeah. I think it's different when it's concentrated. It's I so guess. much, like, of the iron metal taste, yeah. and then, like, it's... And I really don't think most of the time that your body's like, "Yeah, blood, drink it down, <laughs> like it's not that useful to you to eat uh it's full of full of that good stuff though." And know, when my when my aunt was pregnant, she used to be a vegetarian hardcore. Mm. Then she got pregnant, she's like, "Give me a steak, That's give a, me the steak." I love that because they make a joke about that on Friends. Mm-hmm. Because when Phoebe's pregnant, she all she wants is meat. Yeah, which makes sense because like protein and everything, you know, makes total sense. And then Joey just like agrees that he won't eat any meat until like for the rest of her pregnancy, he so that they can balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's so like sweet mm-hmm. though. Yeah, it's very cute. Anyway. This has been hysterical history. Uh, I hope we cured your headache. Or maybe now you have a headache, but now you know how to cure it. Yeah. You can fix it with any of these things. And guaranteed 100%. Or drugs. Or drugs. Drugs are better. Yeah. Let's be honest. Astros, these are all non-drug treatment. Try a drug treatment first. Yeah. Western medicine is marvelous. Modern medicine is fantastic. It's true. It's been tested. Yeah. Do you think they tested the hot pokers? No. No. Not before they just tried. No. They just kept doing it. They were like, this probably works. It makes sense to my brain. Yeah. In my brain, this makes sense. Yeah, which is a problem because, you know, the reason we have experiments is because things seem like they might make sense, but then you have to do experiments to see if they make sense. Mm -hmm. Do they actually work? Yeah. It's not just in theory. It's in practice. Does this make sense? Visit us at hystericalhistory.simplecast.fm. One of these days we'll get a .dot com, but Sunday. not yet. Not yet. Email us at hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail dot com uh, with your suggestions for other episodes, or your just thoughts and feelings about this episode, or whatever you want. Were you anticipating corpse medicine? Were you as sad as Alexis was? Have you eaten blood jam? was it good did you add sugar <laughs> should we add sugar <laughs> when we make it <laughs> for next week no. for next week I'm kidding it's disgusting oh my. bye bye bye, bye. bye. bye.